Hello, this is Research Assistant Rockwell. Welcome to the SCP File Report. Here, I will cover SCP documents, from the mundane to the murderous and the files that they're presented in. Let's get started. Item number SCP-1309. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. Site-24 has been constructed 7 kilometers east of SCP-1309 for purposes of observation and record-keeping. Any non-authorized individuals found approaching either area are to be detained, questioned, and administered to Class B amnestics prior to their release. SCP-1309 is to be continuously monitored for any irregular activity, including spatial anomalies or behavior of its inhabitants. Interaction with the inhabitants of SCP-1309 outside of authorized testing and interviews is to be kept to a minimum. Inhabitants showing continuous or otherwise invasive interest in Foundation personnel or objectives are to be administered Class B amnestics. Because the mechanics of SCP-1309's anomalous properties are not yet fully understood, personnel are forbidden from spending more than 12 consecutive hours within SCP-1309. Description SCP-1309 is the town of Kleinberg, located in Dewey County, South Dakota, although the inhabitants claim they are located within Armstrong County. SCP-1309 has a population of approximately 2,300. The town's inhabitants are of amicable disposition and are generally receptive to questions from Foundation personnel. Biological analysis shows no abnormalities within the inhabitants. SCP-1309 is effectively locked in a recursive period of time within the 1920s. Long-term observation has determined that the events do not repeat within each cycle, and inhabitants retain all memories and experiences between cycles. Analysis of on-site records, coupled with interviews, have determined that the period of time is 3,289 days long, extending from February 5, 1920 to August 19, 1928. No discernible spatial or temporal anomalies are detectable when the cycle resets. The inhabitants of the town live and age as would be expected, and both deaths and births have been observed. As of writing, the only constant events in each cycle are the inhabitants' perception of time, and all outside news received in SCP-1309 via radio broadcasts or newspapers. Newspapers and radio broadcasts received in SCP-1309 are consistent with documentation from that time period and repeat on the correct dates. Assuming that the anomaly first took effect in accordance with the actual August 19, 1928, SCP-1309 has experienced this eight-year cycle approximately ten times. SCP-1309 is largely self-sufficient. However, supplies that are rare or otherwise difficult to produce or obtain locally are delivered by truck that materializes at the edge of SCP-1309, and upon delivering supplies, dematerializes at the opposite edge. Commonly delivered supplies include non-local newspapers, brand name products and food, and certain raw materials. Interrogation of the drivers has determined that they have no awareness of any anomalous properties. Observation has determined that if an inhabitant of SCP-1309 attempts to leave SCP-1309, they will dematerialize at the edge of town and immediately materialize on the opposite side. Questioning has found that the inhabitants who disappear and reappear in this fashion believe that they have just returned from an extended vacation. However, SCP-1309's inhabitants typically show no desire to venture outside of their town, often stating that they are content with their life in their town. Inhabitants show no awareness of anomalous properties, even when explicitly brought to their attention. See attached document for more detail. SCP-1309 Interview Log Interviewer, Researcher, Lore Redacted Interviewed, George Redacted Note, the interview was conducted at the beginning of a new cycle. Begin Log Researcher Laura Good morning, Mr. Redacted. George. Morning, ma'am. Researcher Laura. I'd like to ask you a few questions, if that's all right. George. It's no trouble at all? This for the papers or something? Researcher Laura. Yes, just a simple survey. Now, can I ask how old you are? George. 
I am 29 years old. Researcher Laura. And your birth date? George. March 15th, 1922. Researcher Laura. Thank you. Just for the record, what is today's date? George. February 5th. Researcher Laura. And the year? It seemed to have slipped my mind. George. Funny thing to lose track of. It's 1920. Researcher Laura. Thank you. Now, what was yesterday's date? George. It was August 19th, 1928. What exactly is this about? Researcher Laura. Bear with me, this is just routine. Now, if you're able, can you name the last seven presidents of the United States? George. Is this some sort of history quiz? My memory isn't perfect, but I'm pretty sure it would be Wilson, Harding, then Harding died in office, so Coolidge took over, then Wilson, Harding, but he died two years into his term. Coolidge, and right now we have President Wiljo Wilson. Researcher Laura. Mr. Redacted, does anything you have told me strike you as odd? George. No, why would it? Researcher Laura. You told me that your birthday is March 15th, 1922, and that today's date is February 5th, 1920, correct? And that the same three men have served as president for the last seven terms. George. I did say that. What are you getting at? Researcher Laura. Think it through, Mr. Redacted. You believe that it is 1920. That is a full two years before you said you were even born. George. Right. Researcher Laura. Furthermore, you said that yesterday it was 1928. Do you believe eight years have suddenly disappeared? George. I'm not sure I understand what you mean. Are you sure you're not confused? Researcher Laura. Do you know when your parents married, Mr. Redacted? George. They married in 1924. Researcher Laura. Which is four years from now. George. That's correct. Researcher Laura. That isn't at all strange to you? George. No, ma'am. Researcher Laura. All right. Tell me, Mr. Redacted, how do you like living in your town? George. It's perfect. I never want to be anywhere but here and now. Researcher Laura. Thank you very much, Mr. Redacted. I believe we're done here. George. You're welcome, I guess. I'm not sure what you got from this. End log. Addendum 1309-A. A thorough survey of on-site historical records have revealed that the inhabitants of SCP-1309 have diverged from the socio-political norms of the 1920s on more than one occasion. Some significant events are documented below. Due to the disorganized and repetitive nature of SCP-1309's available records, it is difficult to tell which events took place in regards to actual dates. However, a tentative order of events have been established. SCP-1309 Event Log Received dates within SCP-1309 June 1927 through May 1923. Description. A significant portion of SCP-1309's population began advocating for the civil rights of African Americans. This movement does not have any discernible catalyst. This movement carried on for approximately six years. Notes. Race relations within SCP-1309 do not currently appear to be significantly different from what would be expected of 1920s North America. Received dates within SCP-1309. October 1921 through April 1923. Description. Inhabitants of SCP-1309 began staging regular protests in front of the City Hall, demanding that Warren G. Harding repeal the recently passed 19th Amendment. Analysis has determined that in actual time, Dwight D. Eisenhower was standing president. Notes. South Dakota granted constitutional suffrage to women in 1917, three years prior to the passing of the 19th Amendment. Received dates within SCP-1309. May 1922 through January 1922. Description. 
strong push for an increase in funding for science and education. Many inhabitants claim that it might be possible to get to the moon by 1934. Note, no known catalyst. Analysis of the available records have determined that this movement persisted for two full cycles, approximately 16 years. Proceed dates within SCP-1309, March 1925 through December 1927. Description. Large movement favoring the legality of homosexual marriage. Population as a whole appears to be more open to homosexuality. Notes. The catalyst for this movement appears to be a romance between two well-known male inhabitants of SCP-1309. Both men are now deceased. Perceived dates within SCP-1309. April 1925 through September 1924. Description. A majority of the inhabitants of SCP-1309 began outing and ostracizing homosexuals within the town. Protests are held demanding that homosexuality be purged from our town. Notes. It is currently unknown whether this event took place before or after the population's push for marriage equality.